only promote the truth. Welcome again, everyone, to our Promote the Truth Set Apart Gathering as we are, are beginning to reach out more. I'm going to give you a little backdrop so you understand how Promote the Truth came to pass. Um, 1992, I started a deep spiritual journey. So we're talking 30, what's that, 30 years ago now? Or 40? What is it, 30? Okay. Yeah, 30 years ago, right? Make sure I got my mouth. There goes Buddy and Rhonda. Welcome. Oh, let me get my dates right. So 92, so here we go. We got 2002, 2012. Yeah, 30 years ago, I start this deep journey. And it was unbelievable. Or I should say it's been unbelievable what's happened since then. I just wanted things to be simple. I grew up in a, in a, uh, a very religious background organization or family. My granddad was a deacon. My great-granddad was a deacon. My dad was a deacon of a church, a Baptist church at one time. As I came of age, I started seeking and learning more and more and started asking more questions. The more questions I had, it led to even more questions. And then it led to confusion, but then it led to inspiration, which led to more questions, which led to more confusion. I just kept going back and forth, but I wanted to know what is the truth? Why am I here? What's the purpose of being here? And I was in a very unique situation. At the time, I was playing professional baseball with the San Diego Padres. So I had a lot on the line. And I walked away from a professional career to go seek why I'm here. And I took a year sabbatical and really began to dig. And as I ran into pastors, preachers, uh, theologians, scholars, I just kept getting conflicting information. And I decided to just back off for a while. I came back several years later digging again, especially starting around 2004. So around 2004, I decided I wanted to go on as deep a journey as I could. So what I did, I had things set up to where I didn't have to work every single day. And I took three years, a little over three years, and I started studying original languages. I started studying the earliest things I could find. I wanted to dig and find the, the, the earliest scriptures. And I can remember after a three-year, six to 10 hours a day, and I kind of averaged it out. How much time was I spending a day digging? I was averaging at least six hours a day and going to about 10 hours a day on average for over three years studying. How did we get here being that English is the newest language in the world? And I found out so many things, and it began to come to a, a head, May 2007. May 2007, I heard a very still, quiet voice in me. I can't explain it, but I wanted to know the truth so much. And the voice whispered to the effect. Again, I, I don't know how you feel about inspirations or those things, but we all get these hunches. We all hear things talking in our spirits. I heard 
something went wrong in 325 AD. Something went wrong in 325 AD. Later on that evening, I went to the search engine. I remember pulling up Yahoo and I typed in, where are the original scriptures? You know, and uh, I get down, I get this one page and I get halfway down the page and it says 325 AD Council of Nicaea. I, I was blown away. I saw this 325, what I was feeling in my spirit. And as I studied the Council of Nicaea, I now understand why the world is so mixed up. And it's because of what happened at the Council of Nicaea. I believe that we underestimate the power of rulers like kings and emperors. So when you have someone like Constantine and the Roman Empire that was predominantly ruling the world, what they say and the edicts and the laws that they give, that becomes a life or death situation. It's not like these free societies that we have now. And so Constantine made some very key edicts, and he decided to syncretize religions, pagan religions, those that were going after the truth, and blend them together to create a universal religion. That's where we get Catholicism for. Catholic means universal. And we need to really examine that today with where we're at. How did we get to where we're at? And that made me really get to the point where I said, the reason I believe what I believe, is it because I decided to believe that or was that something that was impressed on me? And I came to the conclusion that I was through tradition, grandma, granddad, aunts, uncles, surroundings, that was impressed on me. And a lot of what I decided to believe was not what I decided to believe until I took the time, which very few people, if you really are honest with yourself, take the time because people are so busy trying to make money, make a living. It's hard to take the time, six to 10 hours a day to go study languages, understanding Paleo Hebrew, Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic, all these different changes, Latin, Latinized Greek, understanding unsealed Greek, majuscule Greek versus minuscule Greek. Is there a difference? Big differences. Majority text, minority text, Codex Sinaiticus, Codex Vaticanus, Codex Alexandrius, you know, 1611 King James versus a 1628 King James. Where did all these things come from? So I just took the time to do it. And I'm proud of the fact that I believe with everything I got that I own my thoughts. I own my beliefs. They're mine. They're not now dictated upon what someone else told me. And the day that I found out about the Council of Nicaea, May of 2007, I saw, if you look in the background, my background, you can see, see those letters? Those Paleo-Hebrew letters. As you read from right to left, Yod, Hey, Ua, Hey, pronounced Yahuwah. I saw his name. First time, man, I saw those letters in May of 2007. I was like, what is that? It looked all Egyptian and, you know, you know, pictograph. I didn't know what it was. And then I just did my research to figure out how that language and what it went to, that language went to Aramaic, right? 
And then I, I began to understand how to pronounce things, just like we pronounce our alphabet, A, a B, a C, D, E, F, G. And we put those letters together, they give us pronunciations. You can do the same thing with Hebrew. You can do the same thing. You can learn, just like you learn to read, you learn to write, you learn to ride a bike, you learn to eat. You can learn how to understand where these words came from. And the most important word in the world is the word behind my head. And that word is used more times in the original scriptures than any word. It's about 7,000 times Yahuwah's name is in the correct or non-corrupted scriptures. And so today is so important because of what happened about 2,000 years ago when the son of Yahuwah, Yahusha, the son says, I come in my father's name. So we should pause when we hear that. When I first grabbed the grasp of that, I come in my father's name. When I first grasped that simple statement that the son made, the savior made, and I slowed down, what does he mean that he comes in his father's name? He was being literal. He was really saying, I'm here on behalf of my father, but also in my father's name is my name. And that blew me away. When I started to understand that almost all Hebrew names have meaning. They're not just names that somebody says, oh, that sounds cute. That sounds awesome. They literally are phrases that have meaning. So Yahoo is short for Yahuwah. Shah in Hebrew, salvation. So the Savior's name is literally a description of who he and the Father is. I didn't say are. They are one. Yahusha is Yahuwah. Yahuwah is Yahusha in the flesh. And I was just blown away when I got that. So what did he do 2,000 years ago? Well, that's why we celebrate Passover. Because 2,000 years ago, he fulfilled what Yahuwah did back from the Mitzrayim time when the children, the Yashraelites, who we've heard is called Israelites, when they were in captivity for 430 years, Yahuwah brought them out with a strong hand. And he said, I want to commemorate this event. Because you got to understand, there were literally hundreds of thousands of them. I don't think people grasp how big of an event this is. Hundreds of thousands of people. You see, it'd be like, you know, taking hundreds of thousands of people out of LA in one night. Imagine that exodus coming out or out of New York, where, you know, if you imagine a, a valley that's got, like in the Phoenix Valley, about 6 million people. Imagine six, seven, eight hundred thousand of them coming out at one time. Well, that's what Yahuwah did. And he said, I want to commemorate it and I'm going to give you a system for you to be able to do it. I want you to take a lamb. 
I want you to slaughter a lamb, one year old, a male without blemish. I want you to take the blood and put it over your doorpost. I want you to do this on the first new moon. Is it the first new moon on the 14th day? Now on the 10th day is when you go identify and get this lamb together. On the 14th day, between the evenings, you're gonna slaughter this lamb. And you're gonna take the blood of it during the, the afternoon you slaughter, you're gonna put it over the, over the door, door, door post. It goes, Tayo, is that Tayo Stevenson? Hello, Stevenson, good to see you. Blessings to y'all. He said, I want you to take this blood and put it over the doorpost. Because when I come down and do my 10th mighty act, I've already raised all kind of Cain for nine different plagues throughout Mitzrayim, Egypt. I'm going to do my 10th. And this one will be remembered forever. We're still talking about it. That's how awesome this was. He goes and then he smites the Mitzrayites and brings the children out. And he says, I'm going to do this on the 15th day. This is why we believe that the calendar is so critical to be able to know time. Now, what, I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll bring you, I'll give you a little bit more backdrop than I'll bring you, and then we kind of open it up. When I found this out, I started getting all this together back in May of 2007. And I'm telling you, when you do what Yahukanan, John, who we call John, the immerser. So John the Baptist, Yahukanan, the immerser. When we just follow what he said and allow that to happen, it's amazing. It doesn't take a lot of time for your wisdom to just go explode. Because Yahukanan said in Luca, let's take a look at it real quick, matter of fact. <clears throat> I share my screen. There we go. Utilizes technology here. And you and, and Luca, and Luca in Hebrew means the light is Yahuwah. So the names mean something. We call it Luke. We need to put that ah there. Luca, look what Luca 3:16 says. It says, Yahukanan answered, saying to, to them all, I indeed immerse you in water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal straps I am not worthy to loosen or untie. He shall immerse you in the set-apart spirit and what? Fire. Remember that. He's going to immerse you He's going to give you his spirit, meaning he'll come in you and set you on fire. I'm telling y'all, I was set on fire, May 2007. I ain't been the same. I was talking to this old man who used to go back and forth to, to, to the Middle East. And he, he was kind of like an initial teacher that was saying, he laughed when, he first, when I first reached, reached out to him. He goes, oh, you want the truth, huh? You're after the truth, young man, huh? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, get ready for your whole world to be turned upside down. He said, you're going to be brokenhearted and on fire and excited at the same time. 
And I was going, I was asking questions and I did what everybody should do once they find the truth. I said, what must I do? He says, you must call on the name of Yahuwah and be immersed into his name. He says, it's not just a regular call. It's a call like you've never called before. It's a true repentance. So he says, before you do anything, go look at those 10 commandments. Now we look at the 10 commandments. He said, now grade yourself on those 10 commandments, how well you've kept them. And he says, if you haven't had his name and you don't know his name, you've already broke the first three commandments. I was like, wow. So I just, I did it. My heart was broken. Then I called out with all I got. And I'm telling y'all, I found me some water and I immersed myself in that water. And I came up and I called on the name of Yahuwah. And that spirit came in me. And about three months later, around August of 2017, I bought a little cheap website builder. And I started typing out what I, the spirit was teaching me. So when you look at the promotethetruth.com website, every word I wrote from what the spirit told me in 2007. And I've just kind of updated it from time to time. And now we got staff that pitches in on it. But the foundation of that site was what the spirit said, just write. And I just started writing. And I didn't want any recognition for it. I didn't want anybody. I didn't want to talk to nobody about it because I went out and started talking to pastors, preachers, theologians. And I'm telling y'all, it was crazy. These people were viciously trying to cut my head off because we had the truth. And I got so frustrated that I started saying, here's what I'm going to do. The name of Yahuwah is the name. The son is Yahusha. And if that's not true, we need to stop talking about it. And let's just settle it. Because I know you guys are wanting to build up your building funds. And you're always wanting to raise money, right? So yeah. I said, I'll wire $10,000 into any generic escrow account you want. And if you can prove his name is not Yahuwah and the Savior is not Yahusha, if you can prove to me that the name you're calling on, that I was calling on for years, it starts with a J. If you can prove that's the right name, you take that 10 grand. Now, y'all guess how many people has taken me up on that in 14 years? Guess how many? Zero. <laughs> that's right. Nobody wants to take me up on it. Isn't that amazing? Don't they want building funds? Don't they want missionary? I mean, they don't want to take me up. So that was, it was amazing. I just kept typing, kept going. So if you get that fire, everything's going to turn around. And so I was quiet. I just typed and I said, so Yahoo, what do you want me to do? I started buying some of the earliest scriptures in the world. I own them right now. I've got a codex. I've got facsimile, authentic facsimile copies of a codex Leningrad the oldest complete Old Testament in the world. I, I got it. A Codex Sinaiticus, a Codex Vaticanus, a Codex Alexandrius. I just started getting them. And, I, and it got expensive. I said, they're making this out. They're making religion and the writings of merchant. So I decided, this something crazy, y'all. I decided I was going to put together my own archaeological and 
translator, and research team. 2007. And I did a budget on it, what, what it cost me to do it. And the budget was going to come out to about 150000 to 200000 a month. And I said, man, I got that kind of money coming in. What am I going to do? And so I prayed on it. I looked over. And in my spirit, nobody said nothing to me. In my spirit, I felt go build business and watch me do miracles and watch me move. And he says, I'm going to bless you beyond your wildest. You can't even imagine what's about to happen. He said, at the same time, remember the scripture that says, no man that comes after me in this lifetime will not receive a hundredfold in this lifetime, as well as the life to come. And what's the final part? Persecutions. He says, so I'm promising you blessings and I'm promising you persecutions. And the persecutions are to expand me. It's what I could feel Yahweh saying to me. And I'm telling y'all, I've had them both. Like you would not believe. Unbelievable things have happened from business perspectives to be able to raise and generate, to spread it out. And at the same time, I've watched Satan, Mastima is his real name, which nobody hardly knows. I've watched him viciously try to take me out and people that have called out on the name. And here's what I finally came to the conclusion of. The more he's come at me, the more we've expanded out and talked even louder. And even though there's been times I've had a little strength, Revelation chapter three, I have not denied his name. I've just held on to his name. And a few years ago, he said, move on. Now, some of you, if you pay close attention to those who teach about Yahuwah, there's a gentleman that puts a lot of great information out. His name is Lou White out of Louisville. I got a chance to meet him personally. And it was last year, actually, after all these years. And when he found out, he goes, you're the one that wrote Promote the Truth. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I was wondering who did that. I didn't know. I said, yeah, I, I wrote it. And I said, Lou, tell me how long you've been on the path. He said, since 1984. I said, I've been on since 2007. I said, tell me if this is true or not. I said, in 2007, if you type Yahoo's name, in a search engine, you could not find his name but one search engine. He goes, yeah, Yahoo. If you typed it in Google, I said, you tell me if I'm crazy or not. If you type Yahoo's name in Google in 2007, you didn't see nothing. If you put it in Excite, if you put it in MSN, Alta Vista, any search engine except Yahoo, you would not see anything about Yahoo's name. And even in Yahoo, it was only about three or four sites. He goes, yes. I say, now, Lou, something happened in 2016 where it exploded. And he broke down the calculations from Scripture of what happened starting 2016. Like, Yahoo was like on a mission to restore his name. And I see it. So... The last two years, what we did was we put staff together. My beautiful wife, Lena, there, she got together, and, man, they started, they just, she would always get on me about the old website. She goes, honey, that website don't represent. I was like, baby, you know, it's doing its thing because people just kept emailing. Y'all don't know how many people over the years have emailed and go, I've gave my life to Yahoo. 
Who are y'all? Never would say a word. I just didn't want, I wanted Yahoo to do his thing. Now, in the last couple of years, we've started to tick it up, and now we're going to the next level. We have a whole production company, a whole media. We can do a Hollywood movie if we want to. We, I was watching Ten Commandments last night. I was in a talk to the lead. I'm like, we need to do a new Ten Commandments with the real names. Imagine that. So we've got all these blessings around us of being able to have these staff members, to have people to utilize the multimedia, to utilize the internet. We've got so much talent and people that call on the name of Yahuwah. It'll shock you. Very influential people who are going, yes, that is true. And so when we look at what happened with the Passover, you got that on the 14th. And we understand how important it is to know time. So very soon, probably in the next week to two weeks, we will have our own calendar app, a Promote the Truth calendar app. It's taken about a year to build. So people will be able to tell in real time. I'm going to show you another scripture, then I'm going to open it up. We can chit-chat. All right, so another scripture we're going to look at. We're going to look at Daniel. I'm going to share my screen. We're going to look at Daniel, chapter 7, verse 25. Here we go. And it speaks words against the Most High, and it wears out the set-apart ones of the Most High, and it intends to change appointed times and law. And they are given into its hand for a time, a times, and a halftime. So I want y'all to think about appointed times and laws. This power, this beast power goes and tries to wear out the set apart ones, those like us. And what it wants to do is change the appointed times. Well, what's the appointed times? Look here, there's a footnote. The festivals of Yahuwah. It wants to change law, the Ten Commandments. So when we look at that and we see what's all went on, who are the ones that's going to restore that? It's called the kahal. The Hebrew word is kahal. The regular world calls themselves the church, which is an abomination to Yahuwah, to call the people that are his the church, because the church comes from the word Circe or Kirk, and that's a Greek goddess of witchcraft. The Kahal is the called out ones. So when you call out, you become called out. When you choose him, he chooses you. Many are called and the correct translation is, but few choose it. Not few are chosen. Few actually choose it. Your call, will you choose it? So we celebrate properly the Passover. We had a beautiful Passover celebration last night with my wife and my son. It was just great, wonderful. We celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread. We, we celebrate 
Shabbat, like today is the real Sabbath. And tomorrow, we're going to celebrate first fruits. So it's so awesome that all those years, I never knew in the last several years, I'm like, man, Yahoo is serious about this. This is a forever thing. So thank y'all for joining us today on the Set Apart Gathering. We're just here. We haven't even met several of y'all for the first time. We just want to open up. If you got something to say, you can unmute yourself. If you want to share, you want to give a testimony, you just want to say hello, the floor is open. Hallelujah. Good afternoon. Um, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay, fantastic. Yes, hallelujah to the Most High, Yahuwah. Praise his holy name. Um, yeah, so <laughs> my wife and I here, um, um, Elisa, uh, my name is Tai Wo. And um, yeah, I, I started walking the, out this, this way um, a few years ago, and uh, what can I say? Um, I was a lay pastor in the churches in the 501c3 organizations, and um, I started sharing the truth of of Yahuwah's, um, you know, his his appointed times. And uh, I remember the uh, pastor told me, he said, you know. This, this sounds interesting, um, you know, why don't we have a meeting? And so we had a meeting and he proceeded to, um, to just totally throw me under the bus and, uh, and basically told me, listen, you need to take that somewhere else and um, we don't want it here. Go start your own church, go start doing whatever, but don't do it here. Mm. I asked, I said, is there, you know, can you show me from the scripture? Not once. I asked several pastors, can you show me, you know, from the scripture where Saturday or Sunday is a, is a set apart day of Yahuwah and um, none. The 17th. I, I proceeded to start writing. I'm a researcher by trade, um, worked with, um, you know, Harvard Medical School, um, I'm up from the Northeast area, um, and, uh, and so I just started, you know, I started doing my own research. I mean, I, I had already done a bit of research, but I started putting things into writing and, and, and sharing. So I created my own um, calendar. I can share it with you if you want. I can email it to you, a PDF of, of all the dates, all the way up to 2025, uh, so anybody could use it, um, and I've shared it. And I uh, started a, a you know, small website recently just to you know, try to get some YouTube videos out there um, just to, again, promote the truth. The truth is, is being suppressed. And this is, this is beautiful that you, know, that you are, um, you know, I, 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 like, I like the, the, the uh, you know, that simple phrase, promote truth. It's very simple. It's very catchy. And it really calls, calls people to really think about, well, what am I doing? You know, um, what am I promoting? You know, am I promoting truth or am I promoting falsehood? And uh, most are promoting falsehood and tradition. And so one of my slogans is truth, not tradition, you know, conscience 
not custom. And so, um, yeah, I, this is this is fantastic. Um, you know, I'd be happy to to link up with you and and uh, and um, see what we can do to um, get you know the truth of of Yahuwah. There's a lot of things that are coming against the truth. One of which is, you know, people coming against um, Yahushua, the Son, and coming against the, the the fact that he is this the literal Son of the Most High. And um, he's not just, you know, just a man. Yes, he is a man, but he is the son of the Most High. He's the son of Yahuwah. And because of that sacrifice, he has paid the price for all of us. And so this is, um, you know, this day, um, you know, and, and yesterday uh, is, is really a significant, um, you know, move for us to, to recognize and to, keep in our thinking for the rest of our lives and like you said forever you know it's everlasting and it's something that that yahuwah has ordained it's it's you know all the festivals is is a is the plan of salvation in in a in a prophetic parable it's the plan of salvation and um when you really stop and and look and really evaluate what these um these festivals are, are teaching um oh man it's it's just it's it's amazing and that's why the adversary wants to shut it down he doesn't want he he, he tells people oh get rid of the old testament a lot of the church you know a lot of the nominal christians they want to get rid of the old testament then you have some people want to get rid of the new testament you know it doesn't matter if you eliminate either okay you are stepping upon the truth Okay, Genesis through Revelation, Yahuwah has ordained as the standard for our understanding for salvation. So I just praise him and um, I will not stop praising him because, you know, he's the one who makes it possible. And, um, and the truth is going to get out there, you know? Yeah, the adversary can do whatever he wants, but, you know, who's in control of this show is Yahuwah. And Yahuwah is the one. Okay, he's he's you know I, I've heard people and I heard you say the other day um, uh, what were you saying about sin? Okay, and you know we, I, I remember talking to one of the an elder in my back in the day, and um, he says, oh no, it's impossible. You you you, you can't stop sinning. No, that, that that's impossible. Um, and I said, well, wait a minute, who's stronger? You know, during that time, I was saying, who's stronger, God or, or you know, or, or Satan? Okay, but I'm, I'm saying now, who's stronger, Yahuwah or the devil, the serpent? Who's stronger? And that's what grace is. Grace is the power of Yahushua to give me, give me strength over the enemy's temptations. And if we have that grace in our lives, then listen. <laughs> You know, there's it's not a contest, okay? It's it's already been determined who's going to be the winner, and uh, we can, you know, we are those winners, and we put our trust in Him. Listen, it's it's only going to make them angry, okay? But the truth is going to keep on going, okay? And you know, we don't need to be afraid of men. No, mm. we just need to fear the the the, the Most High and put our trust in him so i just praise him and uh, how would, how would, how'd you find out about promote the truth how'd you find out about us 
Um, I think. My what? I guess. This is good. You know, it's open because um, I, I'm Kay Verdian. Have you guys heard of Kay Verd? Say that again. I'm Kay Verdian. I'm not American. It's on the uh, off the west coast of Africa. No, this is this is yeah. No, no, no. This is great. Hey, Bird, you gotta look it up and check okay. it out. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, you know, we worship. So we've been worshiping, and since we found the truth, we've been. It's been three years. Mm -hmm. About three years. Uh, and you know, you yearn for that fellowshipping. So I always search, you know? and I think we, I think we found you, it was last January, actually, and, um, you know, we was just checking you out, uh, and just listening, like, wait a minute, he sounds like you, <laughs> I was like, wow. his stories and everything, and we're almost, we're about the same age here, too, I'm like, wow, so I, yeah, we saw, I I forget the title, but, and then all of a sudden yesterday, you put something out there and we, it was about an hour and yeah, it was Passover and we watch you and listen and, and then, um, yeah, today we're like, okay, we're going to join in and then, you know, talk to him and see. But, yeah. Uh, so this, this is the first time that we've actually, in, in almost three years, found somebody who actually embraces the true yeah. biblical Sabbath and is willing to stand upon it and and say that yes I'm going to identify with Yahuwah on his appointed times um that we have actually been able to you know come face even though it's virtual you know face to face and kind of uh fellowship with so this is like I said this is um this is a new a new kind of a new thing for us too yeah. so um, <laughs> we turn the page and let, let me just say this um, I, I, I came out, I, we, we got together, but, um, a few years ago and I lost everything when I took this stand on the truth. My ex chose to, uh, you know, abandon the relationship and I had a million dollar house in Boston. And I walked away from everything. And I'll, I'll just be, you know, straight up. I, I, I actually um, was homeless for six months. And with, you know, a master's degree and this and taught and this and all this kind of stuff. But I said, you know what? I, I'm going to Uber myself. And I Ubered and I became, you know, the, you know, one of the, the elite Uber drivers, you know, across the country, they gave me some recognition, but I was, they, they didn't know I was sleeping in my car. And, <laughs> um, and but Yahuwah, all through that time, I kept, I says, you know, I'm keeping the Sabbath. I'm keeping his festivals and I'm, I'm going, I'm not going to drive, you know, when Sabbath comes, I'm going to wait the whole day and I will start on the first day of the week. And I will, I, I, I'm going to honor him. And he, he blessed, he, he blessed. tremendously blessed. Um, I mean, I, I, I could just go on and, you know, met, you know, my, my wife now, who is a lover of Yahuwah. And, um, 
you know, I've started working with this small company and, um, you know, You're the director, <laughs> I, I started out, at, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole, so to speak, yeah. and um, had four promotions. Now I'm the director of the company. Wow. I mean, it's it's just crazy. And he he's just he's just blessed us. And and I agree that that passage in in I think it's Mark. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's verse 30. Of, it's either Mark chapter 10. What you said that what you quoted is, is one of my favorite verses that he would he would bless you in this life with a hundredfold with persecution. Yeah. And, and that has been my experience. It's, it's just been a tremendous blessing. So, um, you know, we're here in Florida right now. And um, what, what part of Florida yeah. are you in? We're in Palm Coast. What's the, what's the big city that's closest to? Uh, near um, Daytona. Near wow. Daytona. Y'all not that far from us. No really? way, we gotta meet you. <laughs> we'll hook up. That's awesome. Later, I'm gonna go to my wife. Later, what are you thinking? My sister Tracy, good to see you. Later, what are you thinking about what you're hearing between? It's so Lisa. Lisa, actually, in my language, they actually call me Lena. It's, it's spelled different, but it's almost yeah. the same as your wife. Hey. It's spelled L E N A. American says Lena. 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 Okay, Lena. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, we almost have the same name. And Taiwan. Lena, what are you thinking about what you're hearing? I am so excited because I'm being dreaming with this. And a lot of you that know me knows that uh, signs I heard about Yahuwah uh, through my husband, that at that point was not my husband. Um, you know, I grew up as a Catholic and went to a numb church, uh, numb school for all my life, um, the uh, high school and then the university, everything was Catholic in my family, but I knew there was something wrong. And I tried different uh, ways of, you know, religions and it, it was not making sense. And the day I heard the word Yahuwah, is something striking my chest and I immediately had to scream out loud in the shower um, on his name and I felt the change. And since then it's been a learning process. I think we never um, stopped learning. But when I saw Jay's page, uh, it always was like, I know now everything is more modern. Everything is more, you know, we have to attract people through visual. So that was the main purpose of grabbing the same information that was in the page and put it in a way where people was attracted to it and always wanted to create this that like we have with the people that are close, that we know, uh, personally know we had this, um, chat group where we are in touch daily and that always was like my thing like we don't have to have a church we don't have to have a place or go somewhere or somewhere being the head of that like but being a group and when yahoo tell us that we have to gather together with who you're gonna gather together if you're not making these connections with the yahooans and together being able to just learn from from what 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 is in the scriptures that's not like it's not uh men's ways is it's just Yahuwah uh things so just 
seen, you know, here one, two, three, uh, four people that five people that you know that we 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 brought from the page. I feel very very um, proud of everything that we have done, and I know Jehua is making is making a, a, a way for us to get together and to keep spreading his name because every like since the day I found about Yahuwah to right now the amount of knowledge that has been exposed in the world just even two three weeks ago a tablet was found with Yahuwah's name on it in um in Israel so that's been people has been digging those mountains for years and for just now to come out a 3000 years old uh tablet i think Yahuwah is 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 fulfilling his promise and and being able now to you know to be you we know there's going to be a small amount of people that are going to uh be with him so being able to uh, impact and let ourselves impact by those that find his name. And here your, your, your story, Taiwo, I, I was like ready to jump. And my spirit, somehow I felt it, you guys was here in Florida for some reason. Like I, I knew it. it. It was it was crazy. So um, I'm, I'm really, really happy to see everybody here. And just being able, like my husband said, just a few years ago that even though he found all this is a learning experience. And just a few years ago, we um, start that process of making sure what we're supposed to be doing, how, where, when. Um, we know about the Shabbat, and, but there's these things that Yahuwah wants us to do. And just being doing it through persecution, because we we have been through that uh, and received the blessings we have seen them too. So we know it's truth. And that's why our main purpose is being able with the team to promote the truth of Yahuwah. That's beautiful. I see Melanie up there. Melanie, I see, you know, you're, you called on Yahuwah when Melanie and maybe you got something to share. And if anybody else wants to come off and come, you know, I know there's several people here that We've introduced to Yahoo. If y'all want to come on, come on video and say a few things. Melanie, over you. I called upon Yahuwah's name about last year this time. And um, that's because I had been searching for something my whole life because I knew how I grew up. And I grew up in a religious household. And, but it, there was no joy in it everything was a thou shalt not and if you did you sinned and you would end up in hell if you didn't repent and there were some things uh that would not be forgiven and one of those was i was divorced and then i remarried and my mother on her deathbed told me i really wish you would leave that man and just stay pure because I would love to see you in the afterlife. That's what my mother told me. And, but she was that convicted to what she believed. And I knew that couldn't be true. I 
knew it couldn't be true. And I was searching for something. And the minute I was introduced to you, Mr. Nolan, the minute I was introduced to you and promote the truth, it was like the scales fell away from my eyes. And I had such joy in my heart knowing that there, there is a way for all of us by calling on his name, following his commandments, participating in his festivals, I know, and leading others to him. I knew without a doubt that I had finally found the joy that can be found with our creator. So thank you very much. I think that I was led to you. Beautiful. Well, Yahoo is moving. Uh, Miss George, you got anything you'd like to share? I saw Miss George came off of mute a while ago. Yeah. Well, I would just like to say uh, good afternoon to each and every one of you. And Mr. Nolan, I am truly so thankful to actually meet you on a Zoom. It's like a personal experience. And also your wife, Lena, I've studied each and every one of your video. And you say sometimes I need my power, bring me my power cord or something. And I'm always laughing. He's like, I better call on somebody. I guess I better call on my wife, Lena. And I just think that <laughs> is so amazing. But I just want to share that. Um, Viewing your videos and listening to your teaching, it has truly been an opening, a gateway opening for me. Um, I have was born and raised in a very, very spiritual environment. My my whole family life has been under, you know, with spiritual, but calling on the other name, which was the name I don't call on anymore, not unless it's to teach or to tear it down, like you also state in your videos as well. And this is just an awesome experience and I'm truly thankful. Now, how I found you was um, through reference from uh, 777 Truth Unveiled when they took him because I was following him. And when they took him down off of YouTube, he referenced your teaching. And when I saw the title of your teaching, I said, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for truth, promote the truth. And I have not been disappointed. It's truly been a blessing. I'm thankful. Wow, Miss Georgia, this is a this is a trip. You know, here's what my wife laid it. Here's what's happened. So I had this little link on, on the old Promote the Truth site, and I'd say, hey, if you'd like to reach out, just reach out here. And I said it was on an old old website builder that they've all they've outdated now. Miss mm -hmm. <laughs> Georgia, I had this little link said if you give your life to Yahuwah. If you, if you have comments, whatever, send it here. Just for people to be able to, to put something in. I have been busy building out infrastructure for, I, I don't know if I did it the right way or not. I'm just saying what I did. Mm -hmm. I went to go build out the infrastructure so we wouldn't have to go ask people for money to do the things and I couldn't be intimidated by by the money thing like a mm -hmm. lot of times i think that a lot of folks that go out and get involved in ministry and religion they start out with the right with what with, with the right intention and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. they, now they got to make a living you know and so i didn't want to do any of that so i went out and built the infrastructure and then i said okay where you want me to go from here 
And so the last couple of years has been like, I just been in my spirit, go. You know, I've got a global audience in business, millions of people actually in a global audience that, I, that they have no clue what I, but people ask me like, uh, you know, there's Dr. Jody Bear here, there's Brooke Temp, they can tell you, I hope one or two of them come off of their video. I know they're doing some deep family time today, but hopefully one, a couple of them come off, Marco and Aaron. People everywhere I go, because I speak all over the world, they go, what do you believe in? What's your spiritual belief? And I've said since 2007, you don't want to know what I believe unless you love the truth. Yes. Because yeah. what I tell you, if you really want to know, I'll tell you, and it will break your heart, but it will set you free. And so people will say, well, tell me, tell me. And then I will just tap and tell those people. And I've always had kind of like the spirit of Ali Yahu, Elijah. Mm -hmm. Tell them and then take the mantle, just braze up against them and keep on walking. And whoever comes and runs, they come and run. Yes. And, uh, but now I can hear in my spirit, Yahuwah saying, go, go. And so we created the video. I don't know if y'all have seen the name video. Have y'all seen that? um about his name have you seen that video miss yes i have several times so i wrote every word of that script and then i gave it to our production folks to go ahead and put it out mm -hmm. well that thing's got 40 some thousand views already we didn't know what it was going to do it, you know that it just starts going everywhere well these emails has come in i never hardly look at those emails since 2007 so my wife, Lena, says, Jay, you got it. And they discontinued the old service that the server was on. But I had a copy that would go to one of my old personal catch-all email addresses that I hardly ever look at. So I went back and looked at it. And then I went and sorted the emails. And there's been over 500 distinct different people that have called out to Yahoo over these years yes yes yes, yes. I, mr georgia i had no idea so we organized mm -hmm. the names this we're giving y'all update what's this is just in the last week or so mm -hmm. so we organized the names we got them in a list and now we, we we put them in and said hey you reached out to promote the truth if you'd like to know more uh you know you can remain opted in and so there's now like, I think it's like 800 some people in this, just organically. But I expect that to grow quite a bit as, as in times come. I see Marco's come off. Marco, uh, what's your story with Yahoo? Thank you, Miss Georgia. And y'all all are free to chip. I mean, uh, Marco, I want to hear from Mike. What's, what's your story, Marco? You and Aaron. Hey, well, um, Aaron and I actually met before we really had our true spiritual journey. We were, we were searching around looking for a bigger meaning other than our own. And uh, it actually <laughs> started off at like a tarot shop in New Orleans. And, and uh, <laughs> we, we went through all kinds of stuff. And Yahuwah was calling to us and eventually took us to a church to learn about some stuff, but quickly we realized that that wasn't right. 
And so. And I, I was actually prayed over at the church because as a child, I could see things that weren't rational. And I could always see spirits and different people. I could see sin on people. I could see demons walking with people. I could see all these things. And I was okay until they started noticing me. And then that actually really scared me. And when we were at our church, I got prayed over by the pastor and he used the name Yahuwah when he prayed over me. So he knew. And the prayer was that I wouldn't see them anymore. I would be protected until I knew how to handle them and that I had the correct power to know how to cast them out and away. And so from that moment, I hadn't been able to see them, which gave me peace. And then more recently, I've been able to see certain things again, which means that I really, I really have to dive into Yahuwah pretty hard. Um, but I remembered the name. And then we were in, we met Jay and Lena uh, because of a clubhouse room. And then, and I really, really liked Lena, like a lot. Like I shared that thing that day and um, came on stage and pitched to this room of thousands of people. Jay was there. And I was like, man, this Jay guy. And Marco was researching all these people on stage. And I really liked Lena. Like I was super called to Lena. And so I immediately started following her. And then I think it was like a few weeks later, I see this Yahuwah post with the text that was behind Jay's head. And I was like, I messaged her. I was like, Lena, what is this? <laughs> and then Jay gets on the call and, and we start talking about it. And I'm like, I mean, we immediately knew the truth. We knew that that's what it was. We knew that that's what we were seeking. We knew that Yahuwah was seeking us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was, it was something so incredible. And so we're happy to be here with you guys and for this journey to go. And we're excited for all the new people coming in because this is a growing family. And I'm so thankful for everything and every one of you guys and our marriage that's getting better and is awesome. And our relationship that's getting stronger because we have Yahuwah and Yahushua and being able to raise our children the right way. It's awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> Super Mike, anything you got to share, Mr. Mike G? Um, just that uh, I come from a situation similar to, to Melanie's. Um, you know, it was everything that you couldn't do. You had to do this. Um, I was raised Catholic. And I was told that my friends couldn't get in to heaven because they weren't Catholic. And I was saying, well, hell, they weren't born into a Catholic family. How the hell are they going to get there? I mean, that was the defining thing in the Catholic religion at the time. And it's like, you know, that's not right. That, you know, the Lord, the supreme being doesn't work that way. And, uh, you know, and there's inconsistencies. The Jewish religion, they can believe that their their uh, 
deity is all-encompassing, can do everything, but they deny a virgin birth. You know, now whether that's true or not, I don't know either. But so there's there's always these discrepancies or divisions within these religions themselves. So I knew there was something else out there, and there was there's tons of religion. They all seem to form around the same thing, and those are the principles that we're talking about here. And I can deal with that. I can I can live with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we've kept we've kept it simple as possible, and, and what you're gonna know about things if I share and teach, all I'm gonna take is these thirty plus years. I've been going after it, man, and um, I don't know everything. I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that his name is everything. Mm -hmm. I know that that is our mark. I see Miss Amber House has come off. Amber, you want to share a little bit? These are folks out. We've been watching Call on Yahoo and reaching out to us. Amber, you got anything you want to share? Yeah, sure. Um, so similar to Melanie, also, I was raised, I mean, as long as I can remember in you know the church. And um I'm pretty sure my mom had me um in the building within like a week of me being born. So, <laughs> so, I mean, and we were there every time the doors were open. If we weren't, it was because we were pretty sick. And even then a lot of times we got dragged because we believed he could heal, you know? So uh, we were there all the time and I knew there were things, um, I mean, I believed what I believed with every fiber of my being. Um, and, but then as I got older, I started questioning and really digging in and studying for myself. So I came out from uh, certain traditions and uh, it was quite the process. And then just this past summer, this last summer, um, I just felt in my spirit. Actually, I'll, I'll go back a little further. Um, I met, met Jay through um, a business venture a while back and uh, something then I just knew I'm like, he's got to be a prophet or something. Like, I just know there's something about him, you know, just felt it. And so then he had, he did a scripture video on scripture studies on uh, Facebook. And um, I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew there was something. And I heard, you know, he talked about the name of Yahuwah and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is cool. But it just didn't really um, strike me. I'm not sure why. I just, maybe I wasn't ready or like I knew it was true but at the same time it was like oh it's, you know I didn't see the significance I think maybe that's what and um so about in July she wants to be seen and heard this is Lily hey precious Lily, Hi, Lily. <laughs> the other ones now you're gonna be shy okay um so anyway I just felt in my spirit um I was actually this is noisy honey this is noisy you can take them out and play. Um, I was actually at a church service and I just kept feeling in my spirit, study the name, study the name. And I was like, why? Like, I know, I know his name, you know, and in the particular church that, please stop, that's really nice. <laughs> um, this particular church that I belong to, I mean, they're all about 
the the name um j-e-s-u-s and uh like they even call themselves the people of the name you know and so i mean it's it was huge for me to kind of debunk that in a sense you know like um i, I just never would have thought that i would say that i don't believe in that name because it was like you know um so anyway i felt in my spirit to study the name and i'm like okay um i mean I know it's you telling me, you know, <laughs> so I started, I'm like, I remember Jay posting a video probably about a year ago. And I remembered it was Yahuwah, but I'm like, I need to, I need to study that again. I need to listen to that. So I had saved it because I had watched part of it and just didn't have the time to really listen and, you know, let it sink in. So I went to like the saved links on my Facebook page and it was still there. And so I watched it and I, I mean, it just hit me from the top of my head to my toes, you know, I mean, I was crying, I felt it all over. So um, then I just reached out to, to them and I'm like, thank you so much for posting this. It, I mean, I know it's a year later, but it's, it, I got it, I got it now. <laughs> so um, since then it's just, it's, it's just been amazing. It's awesome. I'm thankful. <laughs> Great to hear, man. Well, this is what you call a real nice set apart gathering. I hope y'all are enjoying this. We didn't know which way to go with it other than we just gathered together to obey Yahuwah. Yahuwah says, have a set-apart gathering on the first day mm -hmm. of Matsuri, which is unleavened bread. And, and, and we had a pretty unique experience in that when Yahuwah's given these commands, what we're learning and what we'll be sharing, I think knowledge is going to be increased majorly in the next year. So there's a lot of pouring out. It's just like a lot of things has been there that's being completely clarified. But the process of matsut, which is, you know, feast of unleavened bread, removing the leaven. What is Yahuwah trying to say to us first? Before we think of the physical act, whether you choose to do that or not, what is it that Yahuwah is trying to say to us with these festivals? Like, like Brother Tao said, you know, he's showing a plan of redemption. He's saying, Passover, I gave the sacrifice for you. That should be celebrated. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, Matsu, he's saying, I took away your sin. So not only did I sacrifice, are you going to celebrate that I took away your sin? And I want you to examine yourselves and stay on the path. Number three, the tomorrow, the feast of first fruits. Why is that so important? Because he's the first one that's resurrected from those that are sleeping. So everyone that's died, they ain't went to heaven or hell. They are sleeping. So he's the first fruit to resurrect. And now we get the, an opportunity with one of the festivals to participate. So that's three, four, which is the, the Feast of Pentecost. Why is that so critical to, to us? He used to reside in temples. Now he chooses to place his name where? In us. Hallelujah. Right? So now we are his temple which Lena and I just went through an experience with us being the temple, 
how it relates to the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So we physically say, okay, what we're going to do is take the yeast out of our home, put it in coolers, put stuff in garbage, whatever. We're going to get it out. And it tripped us out, all the things that have yeast in it. So all these angles of how Satan tries to get in, we need to be paying attention. But see, it's that festival. What well, is that good for us or bad for us? That's for us that we're able to pay attention, stay on guard. So then we got the Pentecost, the fourth festival, which is where he gives us his spirit. Then the fifth festival is the Feast of Trumpets where he's now said, I'm going to return with the what? A shout of the trumpet. How, how much do we look forward to that? The day of atonement, that he atoned, it is sealed, it is finished. Celebrate. We can examine ourselves to stay on point. That's why I love new moons. I get to examine myself every month. And then the Feast of Tabernacles, the seventh one where he's promised to come and live with us and tabernacle amongst us for eternity. That's to be celebrated. That plan of redemption is laid out in these festivals. I am so excited about that. But Lena, if you could just share as we start to wrap up, we're not going to go way long today. Can you share the experience that we had dealing with the Feast of Unleavened Bread and what that's taught us in the last 24 hours? Yes. and. Like we said, you know, we have to take the, the, you know, we went into the, the Hebrew words, what exactly was said in the scripture and in Shema 12, seven is, is talking about the, take the, the Jamath and the Lebanon out of the house. So I was like, what is Jamath? So this is a combination is whatever uh, the combination of five grains that get fermented. So I was like, okay, so then it needs it, it's something it because I look at the at the um, at the unlevel bread or crackers that we are that we eat yesterday, and they have wheat on it is wheat and water. So I was like, what is the difference? Well, it didn't. The issue is not the wheat, it's the fermentation. So I'm like, what is fermented here? What it contains fermentation in it? So I started looking at everything. And what I realized is that I start reading at ingredients that it was not fermentation, but there was chemical. There was things that we know that are bad, um, like corn syrup, that's fermented first and we know that that's not good for us either and then we have red red 40 blue one yellow and i was like these things we we pretty much buy our stuff in natural stores so we buy most of our stuff from natural stores and modify starch modify this i'm like what are like we thinking because we are buying it in a natural store on an organic store those should be completely clean, but they are not. So, you know, and the scripture said that you take all those things out of your house in the first day, in the morning, before the morning is over. So 
we wake up this morning early, we burn what was left over from yesterday and started cleaning the kitchen. And it, it just, I was like, we're not, I'm, I'm not, we're not gonna be done by, 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 <laughs> when, when the morning is over, <laughs> what is all this? And I'm like, keep bringing me more coolers, bring, bring me more coolers, bring me more coolers. And then when I was reading things that was bad, I'm like, I'm not keeping this. This is artificial flavors. I'm like, why they're putting artificial flavors and stuff? So I just started throwing out. So just realizing what we was putting in our bodies. And then together we was like, if Jehua decided to do well, in our bodies because before he decided to put his name in Jerusalem and dwell there. That's why people needed to travel to Jerusalem in order to keep these festivals. But then when he, uh, when Yahushua came and he it destroyed everything, Yahushua decided, Yahushua decided to dwell on us. So we are the temple, what are we putting in our bodies? Like we're not saying yeast is bad, but how much are we putting in it, we took almost six coolers out of the house. And, and, and then realizing that alcohol is, is fermented. The process of create alcohol is fermented. How many products have alcohol? Or just the, the, the issue with wine, is they, they, they drink wine in the festivals back in the times of Jehusha, but how they was making stuff. Yeast is in the air, so we cannot, we, we will not be able to take yeast out of the house because yeast exists. I, I can't have yeast right now here in my arms. We cannot deal with that. It's the process of the fermentation. But what we add in extra, so we can make our own wine without adding um, uh, the, the, the racing part because yeast is, is gonna be er everywhere. So that's why they had that natural wine, not the one that this processed right now into this distilling companies and all this. So we understand today, and, and it was really, I, I, I brought our son, my husband said, let everybody come out here and realize what we had to took outside. Because once you have all that in there, if we was able to accumulate that in our cabinet, we need to analyze ourselves too. Does any, Jehua want us to think of that yeast, of, of, that, lev, um, of that fermentation as the sin? So if we're able to do all that just in the kitchen, have we have had anything in us? So let's realize that. And this week, let's use it to, what Jehua want us to do is clean ourselves for these seven days and take better decisions, what we put into our body, what are we feeding Jehua on us? So we have vegetables, we have meat, we have unleavened bread, we have uh, fruits that we can, that's the most, you know, we, that's, we can do that the most. I was told my husband, I'm gonna start making our own cheese, uh, you know, our own milk, we can do our own stuff at home. That's what they used to do instead of buying all these chemicals out of the store. So I realize, we realize, uh, and our son too, the importance of this, even if we take all these things or not, it was to realize 
that Yahuwah is in us, that we are the temple and we have to protect it. We have to so uh, keep it clean in order for him to come once it's clean. And I understand, I understand this, this uh, how I see these um, festivals. We have the sacrifice yesterday. We start cleaning, then we're clean. Then he can come and bring the spirit into us. And then he can forgive what we have done. If there's anything we have done wrong, he forgive that in the atonement day. So I think is is this process of salvation is so laid perfectly that I'm so so honored that Yahuwah have um, it, it allowed me to see him and find him because when we find him with our heart, that's when we that's the only way we're gonna we're gonna find him. So I just wanted to share that with you guys, and I know my husband wanted. When he saw this, like you have to tell people what you have to go through today. So I think it's important, you know, because like you say, if he if he dwells in us now, we're the temple, and we got to look at what's going on in the world. So when I bring you to a scripture, which I'll share with you real quick, I'll share my screen, and we look at this particular scripture. Everyone should think about this. This should be a challenge. Barashah, sign name Genesis, chapter six, verse three. And Yahuwah said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever in his going astray. He is flesh and his days shall be 120 years. Everybody look at that last part, 120 years. How many people do you know living to 120 years? The Julius sitting there going, right? Like, we're thinking old as being 80, 90 years old. Yahuwah told us in his word, our years are to be 120. So what does the Feast of Unleavened Bread also give us as a side benefit is the process that my wife and I just went through is making us cognizant of what we're eating. If we feed ourselves the right nutrition, we get the good clean air. We get the good clean water. Are we doing those things to give ourselves an opportunity to live to what Yahuwah has said we can live to? That just tripped me out. Dr. Barry, you want to say something? I think I see Dr. Jody Bear came out. She's a health coach as well. I know she's all proud of this moment. All right. I guess she's not available there. Well, listen, this has been a wonderful gathering. I see our brother Julian's came in. Brother Julian, we've been doing our set-apart gathering. We heard that you recently called on the name of Yahuwah. Anything you want to share before we get out of here, Julian? Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks so much, everybody. It's always good seeing everybody being in family with you all. I... Yesterday, I was eating some shrimp fajitas from a Mexican restaurant. And, like, I don't know what it is. Like, usually I'm good with fajitas, and I've only been eating seafood recently. But for some reason, I don't know what it is. Like, 
I don't know if it's the the shrimp and like the way it, the vegetables were cooked. So the vegetables were probably dead, you know? So like, basically I'm just getting that, that I feel like I'm feeling more, you know, more things are happening that I'm becoming in tune to. Yeah, and um, one, one other thing. You start breaking up. I don't yeah. know if y'all heard he's breaking up. So I think Brother Julian's yeah. saying those things that we used to eat, we got to be aware of that, you know? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with this, y'all. And Brother Julian, I'm sorry about that, but you, you were going in and out. And I want to keep this thing. And maybe also, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if Elton or Georges, if they want to come on the camera and they want absolutely. to share. If they like to, absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. I'm going to share one last thing. And again, if you pop off the wrong camera, come on in. All right. Hi, everyone. Hello. Yes. I'll not put on the camera today. Why? Because, you know, I'm already in bed, almost asleep. And then I don't know for what reason. I just looked at my email and I saw the invitation. So I said, let me just curiously, let me see what it is all about. And then I enjoy the different uh, testimonies, the sharing. But you know, I live in France and the time difference, it's already 10.30 uh, 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 p.m., almost going on 11. So I'm a bit sleepy. So that's why I will not show my face. <laughs> but well, welcome all so the way from for... France. Welcome from France. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, I'm so I'm so happy and, uh, and uh, myself, um, I am calling upon the name of Yahuwah. Recently I started and he has been doing some kind of powerful things in my life. And with all that, he used a, a young, well, a coworker of mine's. We have been seeing each other for a couple of months without even saying hello, anything. And one day Yahuwah, he, it was my time. So he chose that person to talk to me because I was a Seventh-day Adventist. And that boy, you know, we had a conversation and he told me uh, he's not calling upon those names because he realized that uh, the JC is white, uh, the G.O.D. is white, the angels are white, and then he's a black person and we do not have anything for the black people. So then he started making researches and he asked me to do my researches as well, do not listen to him. And then from there, I started uh, uh, doing some researches and then I found some books and I I, you know, I was, I would not even say reading, but eating the books because, you know, I would eat, read one book almost every day, just eat a book like that. And then I did a week of fast and prayer because I said, I want to know the truth. I want to know the truth. I want to know the truth. And then, you know, after that week of fast and praying, persevering and crying and making supplications, then I went to bed one night and I had a dream. So in my dream now, I saw in the sky, a wire, you know, the line, you know, where, where people that have horses, where you have a line to open your clothes outside, you know? So I saw that line, a line, a straight line in heaven. And at the end of the line, there was a man, a very, 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 very tall man. He was a black man. And uh, 
he had a skirt on him, but I could not see his face, you know, I could see him his, his, the back. But that man, no, I saw him putting letters on the line. And the first letter he put was a Y. Then A, all in capital letters, Y, A, H, U, S, H, A. And then he, he, um, he said the name, and I, you know, he, he would make me repeat the name about five, six times. I was repeating the name, repeating the name, repeating the name. And then when I woke up in the morning, I forgot how to repeat the name, <laughs> the pronunciation. But I remember the name. I wrote the name. It's Yahusha. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow. So then, you know, I, the name did not want to stay in my, my head. And I was fighting with that name, fighting with that name. But anyway, I said, I'm going to hold on to that name. And my daughter, no, I don't know how she found that video you made with the name. It's a powerful video. I've looked at it so many times. I shared that video with so many people. And I look at that video with the name. What is the name of the creator? Then I started sharing. I said, wow, the truth. That is the truth. And from there, the Most High Yahuwah, you know, he would wake me up and reveal things to me, wake me up and reveal things to me and these things I would share it with people and I end up sharing that truth with people and finally in sharing the truth I um, well as I said I was an Adventist and I was engaging church I was a deaconess you know and, and uh, different things I had different engagement but when I received the truth immediately I cut off with church I said no I'm not going to play on two grounds at the same time so I just cut off with, with going to church and participating in anything. And then the people that were Adventists like myself, I started, uh, you know, the truth I am learning, sharing with them, they accepted the truth. And then I told Yahuwah, I was baptized in the wrong name. I want to get baptized in the real name now. So then I was thinking of how am I going to get baptized? I need to get baptized. And I, I was getting crazy. I want to get baptized. And Yahuwah opened a mighty door for me with a cousin of mine. She lives in the province here in France. And uh, I went by her. I went by her for a weekend and I saw she has a, a swimming pool. So I said, but Yahuwah, here is a swimming pool. I can get baptized. But I kept it to myself and I came back to Paris. And uh, that girl, my cousin, called me Karen. And we were talking, talking. And when she told me about, yes, my daughter told me, no, we are not going to church anymore. If we want, if I want to get baptized, how am I going to do? I said, Karen girl, it is not you talking. It is the spirit of Yahuwah talking to me through you because I've been praying so long and asking Yahuwah that I, I need to get baptized. So then I said, okay. She said, well, Elsin, if you want to get baptized, the swimming pool is there. I said, okay. So then I, you know, I started praying again, saying, Yahuwah, who is going to get how am I going to get baptized? Because, you know, it's, we have only one boy in the group and I am the one teaching them all what I am learning. So Yahuwah told me, we will do it. I said, what? I started laughing. I said, but Yahuwah, I, I started laughing. We cannot do that. He is young in the faith. It is me teaching him, you know, teaching all of them. I made a little group and I gave the name followers of the way. So I said, Yahuwah said, we will do it. And then when I woke up from my knees, I called him and I said, look Yahuwah said so he said I'll do it and finally five of us got baptized yes five of us wow. got baptized yes and uh, since now we have that little group and uh, every Sabbath morning then you know we do our meditation and we are sharing and Yahuwah is revealing some kind of big truths things that 
uh, as he said in Romans chapter 11 and verse 25, the darkness in part, he has taken it away. So now we are learning and, you know, I keep listening to your videos, promote the truth. And I have other people as well, just a word. I listen to different truths, but, you know, and yeah, and I then I don't have any contact because Yahweh said that in, um, I think it's in Numbers chapter 23 and verse 13, that we should not pronounce this name, the names we knew before when we used to go to church. He said, uh, be circumspect in all things and that we should not neither pronounce this word, neither they should be heard in our mouth. So I'm walking in the way and persevering and still learning and uh, yes, learning and sharing. That's what I am doing, learning and sharing, yeah. But you really, you really hit, hit our hearts all the way from Francis <laughs> yes. to keep spreading that word, keep spreading that word. Yes. Y'all don't realize what this has done for me today. You know, one of my old teachers used to say, who encourages the encourager? Mm. Who encourages the encouragers? I want you to know, Sister Elton, all of you, you've really encouraged me today. Because I've just done the best I can to be steadfast, and I'm going to put out more content, and hopefully you guys will continue to share. And then I would love to begin to create a collaborative content. So as everyone's growing, we use the platform because we've got all these people from different parts of the world. And I'm sure you probably know French too. Is that correct? Yes, 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 yes. Because I am thinking of um. Uh, my cousin, uh, she invited, well, she has an Adventist brother as well. And uh, he, you know, he likes to, um, um, people that like a dispute always to, um, you know, he, he's rejecting the truth. He's not believing that, uh, he's not believing in, in believing the truth. So then my cousin asked me to come over to, uh, to um, do a meditation. And I asked Yahuwah. I started praying and I said, Yahuwah, what should I present? And he put on my heart to defend his name. Yeah. So then we started praying. My cousin is praying and praying. And, you know, several of us were praying for that meditation because it seems like that man, uh, she told me he's a very difficult man and he likes to talk and debate. And uh, so then after praying, and as I said, uh, several of us were praying, we went to her place. Hmm. Oh, Yahuwah, he's so powerful and almighty. <laughs> Yahuwah, he woke me up and then he gave me some texts I did not have to defend his name and to, to show that man that his name is written in the Bible and the name of his son as well, even if they change it and they, they hide it. Mm. And the Sabbath morning we had that meditation, that man, he arrived, he arrived late. Mm. And Yahuwah, he shut up his mouth as he did to the lion. And that man, he listened all day. In the morning, I defend the name of Yahuwah. The afternoon, I defended the name of Yahusha. And that man was so silent. That man that my cousin said, he, he really is a kind of warrior. Like He was so silent, just taking notes, taking notes, taking notes. And at the end of the day, we ended about 6 p.m. And he told me, thank you. Thank you. I learned a lot of things today. And I am believing that the real name is Yahuwah. And Ooh. the son name is Yahusha. <laughs> so I say praises to Yahuwah. <laughs> he I'm came, he you, came with so many Bibles to debate, but Yahuwah said, 
today you are not going to debate, you are going to listen. Yes. And it was really powerful that, that day at Sabbath day, yes. There's something about the name of Yahuwah that will shut the mouths. Oh, yes. Of people that are not intellect. He says, he's, and you think about what Yahusha said. He says, I praise you, Father, for mm -hmm. you hidden these things from the wise and the intellect and you revealed them to the babes. So when you decided to just say, hey, I'm just going to stand mm -hmm. like a baby. Mm -hmm. Just believe mm -hmm. what I believe and say what I say. Look what happened. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, he yes. shut up his mouth and he, he was, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> no, it was amazing. It was amazing. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I thank you, sister. I'm going to share one last thing with everybody because we want to keep it simple. On the promotethetruth.com website, as you can see here, underneath Yah's covenant, the fourth link down, how to follow Yahuwah. Now, we wrote this particular page because a lot of folks, when they come to know the truth, they try to, what do I do next? And they get into all the do's and don'ts. So in my years of study, especially since 2007, the past 14 years, having the name of Yahuwah, me having a seven-year-old son, and my son has never known no other mighty ones. He was born into the name of Yahuwah. Hallelujah. And so we just looked at Hallelujah. that, and I've been able to, I wanted to examine myself to be able to teach him and give him something that he could teach his children. So we just came up with foundational discipleship. I found out after looking at all the do's, don'ts, yes, up and down, reading all the different scriptures, all the different variations, there's four salvational core points. So things that are salvational issues that we came down to. One, the name, can't get around it. We have to call on just one name. There's only one name given among men unto salvation. That name is Yahuwah. A lot of times people get confused with Yahusha and Yahuwah. Yahusha just simply means Yahuwah is salvation. And if you look at the book of John, Yahukan in chapter 17, you see clearly here, I'll take us there, so that we leave this to no debate. <laughs> Talk about debate. So we go over to Yahukan in 17, and this is Yahusha praying the night before they're going to take him to, you know, to where he's going to end up being the Passover. So he's praying. He's dead serious about what he's saying. Look what he says in chapter six. We, we can I have see it. You can't see it? One second. Sharing the wrong screen. Let me share the right screen. And then I know Brother Tevis will say, all right, can you see that now, Tev? Yeah, I can see it. Okay. And then Brother Tev, I want you to finish this off here. And Yahoo in John chapter 17, verse 6, Yahusha says, I have revealed your name to the men whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me. And they have guarded your word. Now pay attention to what Yahusha is praying. He's about to go up. Now watch in verse 11. He says, and I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. I come to you, set apart father. Guard them in your name, which you have given me. 
so that they might be one as we are. Settled, done, end of story. Yahusha is Yahuwah. Yahusha is simply just means Yahuwah is salvation. So when I go back over <clears throat> and I share, make sure I'm sharing my right screen here. Thank you again, Yahuwah, for technology, because my goodness, look, we're reaching all over to France, Africa. <laughs> here we go. So when we get over to these foundational points, the name, there is only one name. And uh, Sister El Elton, you were thinking about Shema, Exodus 23, 13. And in all that I have said to you, take heed and make no mention of the name of other mighty ones. Let it not be heard from your mouth. So those old names, they got to go. Exactly. Go. Hallelujah. The number two core salvational point, guard his commandments. It's very simple. So when a person says, you know, how can we not sin? I think we get sin and, and, and making mental mistakes mixed, mixed up. Sin is transgression of the commandments. That's simple. So when you look at the commandments, the first commandment, I am Yahuwah, who brought you out of the land of Mitzvah, out of the house of bondage. You are to have no other mighty ones against my face. Don't serve other mighty ones. Don't let them come off your lips. Every one of us can do that. That shouldn't be difficult for us to do. Every time I take people through it this way, and I go, it's completely possible for you not to sin. And they go, how? I said, I'm approving. Do you got to serve multiple mighty ones? And they go, no. Can you just serve Yahuwah? Yes. Number two, you do not make for yourself the carved image. Do you got to have a bunch of images around your house, crosses and, and statues and stuff? They go, no. I said, okay, you can remain sinless. So, so far you're remaining sinless. Number three, you do not bring the name of Yahuwah, your allure to not. His name is the most high. Can you keep his name in full esteem? Yes. All right, you're sinless. Let's see. Remember the Shabbat, the Sabbath, to set it apart. So can you do that? And if I explain to you how to keep it, will you make that commitment no matter what? Can you do it? Yes, I can do it. Not doing it is a choice. Can you do it? Yes. So you can remain sinless. Number five, honor your mother and father. I'm sorry, I'm going to skip down here. Honor your mother and father so that all goes well with you. Can you do it? Yes, you can do it. Number six, what do you not do? You don't commit murder. Do you have to go around and murder people? No, I don't murder. I don't have to murder. Do you struggle with that? They say, no, I don't struggle with that. All right. So you can honor your mother and father. No problem, right? Don't be fighting and fussing with your mom and dad. Keep it cool. Can you do that? Yes. If they provoke you, then you just keep it cool. You just be honorable. Yes. Do you have to murder? No. Do you have to commit adultery? No, you don't have to do that. That's a choice. Do you have to steal? No, you don't have to. You don't have to steal, right? So when I break them down like that, they go, oh my goodness, right? Do you have to be jealous, right? No, I don't have to be jealous. So you see how simple it is when you break them down. So that's the second salvational issue 
which is keep the commandments. The third one is keep the feast days. Why? Because Yahuwah said, look right here, this word here I'm going to highlight. They're forever. So we can't do anything about the fact that Yahuwah said they're forever. So I, I couldn't find a way around them. So I said, that's a salvation issue. So we keep the feast days, which is what we're doing now. And the fourth one is dietary laws. People say, what do you mean dietary laws? Well, there's salvational issues connected to dietary laws. He says when he returns, he finds people eating pork, eating the pig and the mouse. He said, I'm going to consume them. They're an abomination. And then he gave us the definition of food in Leviticus, Weirika, chapter 11. He tells us what food is. And people go, what do you mean if I, I, I'm eating this and that? I said, no, hold on. I said, if I take this pen, and all of y'all see me start chewing on this pen and ink coming down my face, y'all probably go, Jay, what are you doing? And if I say to you, I'm eating, I'm eating this pen, I'm hungry. And you're going to say to me, what? That's not food. So I can't, just because I can put it in my mouth and chew it doesn't mean it's food. So the same thing, Yahuwah gave us the definition of food in Weirika chapter 11. So if you take people to this page, it's very simple. Can you do these things? That's how you follow Yahuwah. People have been asking me for years, how do I do it? So we finally wrote a page within the last six months. Here's how you follow them. That's only about six months old, that page. And so there we go. Brother Tevis, you have something to share? Brother Tevis. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I was kind of off mute. Uh, I just wanted to tell my story because um, I'm not sure where everybody else is at, uh, all the people listening here, but for me, I'm still on a journey. Um, I feel like I'm having some success. And it started a while back. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this short, even though it is a long story. I've been alive for 30 years, but uh, I'll keep it short. Um, but I do want to include the whole story. So, I grew up in a home, uh, my family, uh, my grandparents um, on both sides were actually, they, they went to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. Um, my parents didn't do that, but sometimes I would go with my grandparents. Anyway, I grew up a, a little bit, became an older uh, teenager, I guess, and I thought I was really smart, and me and my brother were twins, and, and we really thought that together we knew everything. Um, and we had, we had both at one point uh, decided that, uh, that basically uh, there was no creator, that, that, we were, <laughs> that we were atheists. Anyway, that shows how smart we were at that time, really. Um, we got a little older, and again, we didn't grow up in church or anything like that, but um, we, we, we started going to church. Um, and uh, my wife and I, we started going to church and we, we did that for a while. And, but we always seemed to run into these, these issues when we were talking to in class and with the preacher and stuff like that, we'd always have these disagreements. Um, and for those of you guys that know us, we don't disagree in a, uh, a hateful way or anything like that, but we do ask questions if we, if we, if we don't understand someone's viewpoint. And uh, so we did that a lot. And a lot of it came around the point that you just talked about, Mr. Nolan, what Mr. Stevenson said. Um, can, we, uh, can we not sin? <laughs> and, and we were always being told that. And, and, and it was almost like, don't you disrespect my, my Savior by telling me that, that you can 
go without sin, and, and they would kind of get uh, really abrasive about it. But that was one of the subjects. It was like, well, it says, you know, you just showed a part of the scripture that said, I write this so that you don't sin. Uh, and so those, those things were confusing. And uh, anyway, we went to my, my wife and I uh, uh, backtrack about three or four years. We went to Dallas for some business and uh, we had left the place we, we were living before and going to church before. So we were like, yeah, let's try some churches. Uh, we went to a few of them one time each. And I just wasn't feeling so good about it. I was running into these same issues that I was running into before. And I said, well, let's, let's do this. I don't like the fact um, that I hadn't read any of the scriptures myself. Um, and that if I ever do decide to read the scriptures, my understanding of that, that my, my approach to that information is going to be based on what people have told me my whole life. I said, we need to clean the slate. We need to, we need to read it um, ourselves. And then when we discuss with people, we'll have a foundation uh, on which to approach that information. Um, and uh, fast forward about a year, um, and Mr. Nolan posted what he's got behind him right there on Facebook. And my wife said, well, what is that? And I always appreciated how Mr. Nolan didn't force um, what he thought uh, on people. Uh, it was more of like when you're ready and when you ask, I'll share. Um, and so my wife asked him, what is that? And, uh, and he told her. And so at that point, like I said, my approach was let's read it first. Um, let's create a foundation of knowledge that we can approach these things that other people say, and then we'll go from there. Um, but we really, we really never got into it. We never really uh, put the effort and the and and stayed disciplined to read. Um, but when he posted that, and when my wife Brooke asked about it, that that sparked. Uh, okay, let's start to read. <laughs> There's something here we need to figure out. Let's figure it out, type thing. And so uh, now, for a couple of years, um, we've been studying and uh, learning. Uh, and we're learners. We enjoy it, and uh, we're just thankful uh, that we had that spark uh, and got that little nudge in the right direction uh, because, I mean, I, I don't want to cover everything that Mr. Nolan's taught in other lessons, so I'm not going to, uh, but you realize that there's a lot of people um, and a lot of people that we know about and, and have heard of and stuff that they there were times in their lives where they didn't know uh, the name, they didn't know anything about the truth, um, and they all had to learn it, uh, and so um, I'm encouraged seeing the people on here, seeing the people on here that I haven't seen on here, um, hearing their stories, uh, the fact that uh, we were all ignorant, um, and we all get to learn, and we all get to learn the truth and get closer to Yahuwah, and so um, it's exciting and encouraging. Um, that's all I have to share, really. We love that share, Brother Tevin. So been awesome watching you grow. Again, there's a whole bunch of others that, you know, not happen to be here today that as we get, this is the first time we kind of open this up. I think we've got George's. Is it George's? I assume I'd like to say something. Is, that you, is it George's? Yes, this is George. Hey, George. How are you, sir? Good evening. Good evening. What would you like to share? Okay. Is it to clear my voice? Yes, sir. Yes, we can hear you. 
Uh, my name is George. I'm from Lebanon. From Lebanon? Middle East, yes. Yes, welcome. Thank you. I had uh, the email and the meeting is uh, on. I'm very happy. So I join you. And I, to my surprise, I saw the name of my God, Jehovah. Yahweh. This is something so, so beautiful that you believe in the name of the true God. Whereas most of the people, they are in darkness. I was one of them. I never knew that God has a name. And uh, all what I knew since I was young, in my adult, the name of our God is Jesus. We never knew, we never learned that God, the almighty God, Jehovah, he is the true God. Jesus is the son. Anyway, I will make it short. Uh, uh, I have very beautiful story, but I cannot tell you to take a long time tonight. Tonight was special. Uh, I had a big problem. I was on my way to attend the memorial of Jesus to, to, tonight. It, it, it's uh, 14 Nissan and uh, my car broke. I had to go back to the mechanic and he pitched me from the road and I am very tired, frustrating. I come home, we don't have electricity. That's why I cannot put the camera. You cannot see me, you see. It's dark here. So uh, I join you and I see the name of my God, Jehovah, Yahweh. Here in Arabic, we call it Yahweh. Yes, yes. In English, we use it Jehovah. Wow. So uh, how did I come to know the name of Yahweh? Uh, when I was... Uh, in, in exactly in the year 1982, 82, yes, 82. Uh, a friend of mine we met on the beach. I didn't, uh, he's not a friend of, my, of mine, he became my friend. So on the beach, we, he, he asked me about life and the difficulties. And uh, I knew that he is Jehovah's Witness from his preaching. So I asked him, Please frankly tell me, why do you call yourself Jehovah's Witnesses? And to my surprise, it was my first time that I read the name of Yahweh in Psalms 8318. Mm. That was 1982. Wow. And that, that name, Jehovah, Yahweh, make me another person immediately. I loved his name because I do believe in God, but I did not know him. I know Jesus. I know his son. I know the teaching of the Christians, but we never knew anything about God, the almighty God, the father of the, the creator of everything. So when I saw that name, I searched, I make my search because I did not believe them directly. And I understood that 
the Christendom and all the people, they remove his name, his true name. Yes. And now, to my surprise, I met you maybe two weeks ago, and I joined with my email, and then I got this uh, invitation. So I thank Jehovah God, Yahuwah, for putting me with you and be encouraged with your example. Thank you, George. You blessed our hearts so much. Wow. Wow. Thank you, George, for that. All the way from Lebanon, France, we're hitting all these different continents. And again, this is just the beginning of us doing some opening set-apart gatherings. Every time the scriptures call for a set-apart gathering, we're going to hit the database. So if you got anyone else you know wants to know the truth, learn more about the truth, you guys, just tell them, go put their email in. And, you know, we don't spam or anything like that. I mean, if I wanted to spam, y'all know I wouldn't have waited 14 years to put the list together with hundreds of people writing us. Now we're going to take that name out. Like George said, he heard that in 1982. Woo! Yahuwah. There is only one name given among men by whom we must be saved. Yahusha said, I come in my father's name and you don't receive me. Revelation 12, 9. And that serpent of old was cast to the earth. Satan called the devil, and he goes about and deceives the entire world. But now, Yahuwah is calling out those of us to usher in his return as he sets up his everlasting kingdom, a final time. And I thank each and every one of you. I put the promotethetruth.com website. If y'all spread that out, uh, we're probably going to create a members area because you know there's going to be times where there's more intimate things come on. Like when we have these longer set-apart gatherings that we think that maybe it might be useful to other people, we can load them there. So we'll be announcing there via email on that but it's been a blessed time. I'm going to say a prayer to get us up out of here so we can finish celebrating. We got Shabbat here. We got the Festival of Unleavened Bread. I'm going to pray, if y'all don't mind, as we go in now, Yahuwah, we thank you, Father, the creator of everything, the creator of time. We understand that you created time for us as humans to fulfill purpose us coming to this understanding of our purpose, we now see that you have called us to take your name as a banner to establish it throughout the ends of the world. You say in your word that every tongue shall confess, every knee is going to bow and tongue will confess that Yahuwah is Adunia. The, the master, you said that. And we are thankful to be part of your remnant. Those of us that's never met before, we've met today. As you prayed, Yahusha and Yahukanan, John chapter 17, you prayed before they took you and you paid the ultimate price and sacrificed yourself. You prayed for your taught ones, your disciples then, 
to be one as you and the Father are one. And you said that you did not pray for them alone but that you pray for those that will believe on you because of their message. And we are that seed. We're thankful for our ancestors, for those remnant over the years through the persecution that has held on to the name as Revelation 3 says. Though we might have just a little bit of strength, yet we have not denied your name. Teach us to hold on to your name. It's your name that is the key of knowledge. It is your name that is the cornerstone that opens up the key of knowledge. And I pray for each and every brother and sister here that they be encouraged today, that they take it to another level, that they invite more people to the truth, and that we hold no judgment against anyone. We come in love, we come in honor, we come in peace, but we for sure come in the power of the name above all names. And we say this in your name, Yahuwah. Hallelujah. 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 Everyone have a blessed day. We'll be communicating with Hallelujah. you. Blessings, everybody. Ciao, ciao. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only promote the truth 